Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. KSL FM Midvale, KSL Salt Lake City. Listen on the KSL News Radio app and in your car at 102.7 FM. KSL News Radio, Utah's all day companion for news. Good afternoon, 3 o'clock at KSL News Radio. I'm Jeff Kaplan. Cloudy skies, it's 37 degrees. KSL's top story. Would you believe we have too much water now? Salt Lake City officials are releasing water from the reservoirs because they are worried we might have too much water. Salt Lake City is worried about the runoff from Parley's Canyon this spring. The city has already started releasing water from Little Dell Reservoir. Right now, it's a little more than halfway full, but predictions show we'll have more water than it can hold during spring runoff. That means the reservoir could overfill. Laura Briefer, director of Salt Lake City Public Utilities, says this is more of a risk if the runoff happens quickly. And if we have a cold spring, that will delay runoff up until the point where the temperatures start getting warmer. And the challenge with that, as we saw in 1983, is that when the temperature warms rapidly all at once, then more of that runoff comes off all at once rather than gradually. They've already started to release some water, so if you're near Parley's Creek, you might see an increased flow. Jessica Lowell, KSL News Radio. The Utah Avalanche Center has issued a new warning for backcountry skiers. They say tree wells can present a real danger, particularly around the base of evergreen trees. Here's Director Mark Staples. What can happen is if you fall in head first, that snow is very loose and unconsolidated. And uh, it can almost be like quicksand. Uh, basically, you, you, people do die uh, basically suffocating in the snow in these sorts of scenarios. He says skiers or hikers falling in around the base of trees, it's a common problem each winter. Did you know that today is actually the first day of spring? Meteorological spring, uh, which is government spring. And here's what the government predicts for March. KSL News Radio's Hugo Ricard-Bell. The data for this spring has just been released by NOAA. They're predicting a colder and wetter spring than you might be used to. The fresh predictions have an above-average precipitation for the majority of Utah and a below-average temperature for the month of March. The patterns we've been seeing over the winter look to remain consistent for the rest of March and potentially into April. There's word that you'll need your winter jacket a little while longer. Snow has made it impossible for some Southern California residents to leave their homes. 
Maria Chaleos is live at the KSL National News Desk. Jeff, San Bernardino County is under a state of emergency with residents in mountain communities snowed in. Board of Supervisors Chair Don Rose says people with food, heat, and shelter should stay home while the county works to clear the roads. Our number one priority is to get our residents the, the food, the medicine, and access that they need. Food and gas are running low at local stores and gas stations. A search is underway in Buffalo, New York, for a firefighter who is believed to be trapped in a collapsed building. It was a mayday call. There was a structural collapse. Our firefighters had to evacuate, and unfortunately, one of our firefighters was uh, trapped. Buffalo Fire Commissioner William Ronaldo says searchers are still hoping to find the firefighter alive. Seven intelligence agencies investigating the so-called Havana Syndrome say the symptoms were not caused by a foreign adversary or energy weapons. The Senate Intelligence Committee getting an update today. Senator Mark Warner says the investigation into the cause is ongoing. Most important thing is we're taking care of the workforce for any health care issues that have arisen. About a thousand U.S. government employees working in Cuba and other overseas locations have complained of ringing in the ears, nausea, and headaches. Live from the KSL National News Desk, I'm Maria Chaleos, KSL News Radio. First-time home buyers, the state government is going to kick in $20,000 to get your deal done. Lawmakers have approved the bill. It's been sent to the governor. Here's Senate President Stuart Adams. This was simply just refocusing our attention. And we've spent a lot of money. Local uh, cities have spent a lot of money on uh, tax credits, on uh, funding for multifamily housing. And the dialogue has totally been uh, that we have a housing affordability problem, but it's been focused on multifamily, on putting people into rental properties. So now $20,000 to first-time home buyers when they sign on the dotted line. The Senate president tells David Dujanovic $50 million is being set aside for the program. An accountant from Murray has been charged with robbing Peter to pay Paul. 47-year-old Janine Marie McCauley is accused of taking Medicaid and Social Security payments made to some of her clients and giving that money to other people, including herself. One victim says she was left unable to pay her bills or buy Christmas gifts for her grandkids. Another man was forced to move out of an assisted living facility because he fell behind on rent. The charges Macaulay kept at least some of the money for herself. State officials say somebody is trying to swindle Utahns. Maybe you've received this mailer encouraging you to set up your own medical marijuana franchise. The ads look like something you might see urging you to open a franchise and own your own sandwich shop. The problem is only a very specific list of already approved pharmacies can even dispense pot under Utah's medical cannabis program. So the Utah Department of Agriculture and Food says the ads are clearly blowing smoke. If you see one, they're asking you to let them know. And no matter what you do, don't call the numbers or visit the websites on the ads. Becky Bruce, KSL News Radio. We're going to visit with Ricky Meese. First look, traffic, what's going on? We have still some wet roads in the valley and still sometimes snow in the higher elevations where restrictions remain in place for both Big and Little Cottonwood Canyons. The accident we had in Bountiful at 4th North and 5th West it all, had all eastbound lanes of traffic closed. That's been cleared. Valley Freeway traffic rolling along, including I-15, both directions between Ogden and Provo. Ricky Meese in the KSL Traffic Center. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. 
More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.